Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. This is part two of being single. If you haven't listened to the first episode I did, make sure to go back and listen to it because you will learn where I'm coming from and what I've learned in my season of being single. So I will put a link in the show notes for you to go back and listen to that before you listen to this one. I decided to do a part two because I feel like Being single and being in life of dating is something that is not talked about much, but yet something that all of us are going through. And I know that being single has, to some, is viewed as like a bad thing or having a disease or something's wrong with us because we're single. And I'm learning more and more that is not the case. It's just not your time yet. And you have a lot of things that you need to do and grow in before you get married or you're in a relationship. So also dating is something that's not talked about. And I think especially in the circle of being a Christian. And that's why I have loved listening to the Heart of Dating podcast because the host is a Christian and talks about dating as a Christian. But whether or not you're a Christian or not, I want to talk about dating and my past experiences because I think all of us have had some kind of crazy experiences. We've had some heartbreak, you know, and it's stuff that we don't really talk about, but I think a lot of us can relate to each other. So I wanted to, for this podcast episode, I wanted to get real with you and share my experience with dating and what I'm about to get into. So I've only told a few friends And you as my podcast family will be hearing it first. So make sure you listen to all the way to the end because I will share what I'm about to get myself into in regards to dating. So I want to start with my dating experience, which is very limited. (laughs) I've only been in one serious relationship back in high school, and we were kind of back and forth during college, so it kind of lasted a little longer than it should have, but I did learn a lot from that experience. And then I dated two other guys, but those were for like three weeks at a time (laughs) each. And what I realized is both of those guys were much like my first boyfriend who was not right for me. So I was caught in this cycle of being attracted to guys that are not good for me. And the thing that I was attracted to first and foremost, was their athleticism and their competitive spirit. And that's something that I am very 
much that's who I am. So I was attracted to that because they would challenge me in those things. And it was more of like the bad guy vibe. That's because I'm very much a rule follower, good girl. So I was attracted to those guys who were not right for me. But like I said, I learned a lot from those experiences and I would have never known that they were right for me if I didn't date them. And that's what dating's all about is getting to know what you like, what you don't like, what you're compatible with, what you're not. That's what dating is all about. And I think because of those past relationships or experiences, I put a wall up to dating and I didn't think that there were any good guys out there. And if the ones that I, the great guys I was meeting, they were already in relationships. So I thought to myself, okay, all the good guys are either they don't exist or they're already taken. So that was kind of my mindset was there. I'm never going to meet anyone, blah, 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 you know, (laughs) the sad sob story. But I kind of just gave up on it for a while and lived my life. And I've done some traveling, which I think is great. I really discovered myself. And I think that is something that is so important when you're single is you need to be true to who you are. And if you don't know who you are yet, being single and being alone in that time to discover yourself, I think is very important. Obviously have a community of friends around you, but I don't think we necessarily need to be in a relationship uh, with somebody like a, you know, significant other. There we go. So I kind of used that time of, yes, I put walls up and I didn't want to date, but I learned a lot about myself. I went to therapy, so I got some healing from the past relationships that I've had and kind of dove into why I had put that wall up and what I was afraid of and all these things because I then discovered that I, I put the wall up and then I was so comfortable with just being alone that I was then afraid to date because I'm a very independent person and so then I had this fear of dating. So I decided to try online dating as my last resort and I was against this for so long. I prayed about this and there was a point in my life where God told me not to do online dating because I feel like I was still in that place of learning about myself and growing in a more intimate relationship with God and just really, yeah, discovering myself. So God kind of put a stop to that and I tried it for a week and then I deleted apps because God told me no. So then it was a year later that I decided to try it again because I felt like, okay, I feel like I'm more in tune with who I am, more confident in who I am, and I felt like God was kind of giving me the go-ahead. However, I don't, I didn't really love the idea of online dating, and that's because I had this vision, and I've had dreams of myself meeting my husband, and it was never online. It was far from it. So this was something I also had to work through and come to realize that it's not about how I meet my husband, but who he is. And that is way more important than the fairy tale story of meeting this person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. 
I tried the dating apps for a short amount of time because honestly, I don't love it. <laughs> Something about, you know, creating your own profile and looking for, you know, I just felt like it was kind of shallow. I'm like, oh, I'm looking at these guys' photos. Are they attractive? Are they not? Oh, they're not. Okay, next person. But so that was something I also was working through and I just decided, you know, I was like, I just don't want to meet someone this way. So then I decided to delete the apps again. <laughs> and so through this whole time, my father, he asked me if I'm dating someone, why I'm not married yet. You know, <laughs> he says that he just wants me to be happy and I don't know why he doesn't think I'm not happy now, but he says it's because he didn't realize the happiness that he could have when he got married and had his own children. And so he just wants that for me. And I can see his heart and I just, I love him so much. But it got to the point where every time I would speak to him or see him, he would ask me if I was dating someone. And I had to tell him, okay, I was like, dad, I want you to know that this is a huge desire of mine, and I realize that this is important to you. Obviously, you want me to be happy, but you need to stop asking. <laughs> I will tell you what's going on, but I, I decided to invite my dad into the process. So I was telling him about the online experience. I did meet up with one guy that didn't end up going anywhere. However, that was a very healthy experience. Let me just tell you that story for a moment because it actually went really well. So I met this guy. He lived two hours away. We chatted on the phone a couple times. We FaceTimed a couple times and it got to the point where I was like, I'm honestly not quite sure. I kind of have an idea that this is probably going to be a no just because of some of the things that he was about but I wanted to meet him in person. So I so happened to be in the town that he lives in doing a huge hike. And I met up with him after the hike was finished. And within five minutes, I knew that this wasn't going to work out. For one, he loves country. And if any of you know me, you know that I do not like country. But he, it was to the point where Every time a country song would come on, he would say the name of the artist and and just tell a story about it. And I got to the point where I was like, honestly, dude, I have I don't even care at all. <laughs> but there were some other things that just we weren't compatible. So after we met up, I thanked him for meeting with me, gave him a hug. And then the next day I decided to call him and just tell him that this wasn't going to work out. But I wanted to honor him as a person and honor his time and my time. And so I told him that I said, Hey, look, thank you so much for meeting with me. These are the things that I appreciate about you, but we're just not compatible. And he said that he agreed and he said things about me that he appreciated. And then he said, there is an amazing guy out there for you. Good luck. And that was my experience with this online dating. So that kind of gave me a hope of, yes, there are good guys out there. He just wasn't the right guy for me. I told my dad about that experience and he really appreciated me sharing that with him and sharing what I learned. 
And I feel like through this process, he and I have gotten closer because I've just invited my family into this process because I don't think it should be a secret. I don't think we need to keep this to ourselves. We should invite our trusted friends and family into this because they care about us. And I was afraid of that as well because I don't want people to take it to the extreme. I don't want them to be like, you know, because I... (laughs) I haven't dated a lot and, you know, so I just have told people, don't take this out of proportion. You know, I just want to invite you on this journey that I'm in. I'm 30 years old and so here we go. (laughs) So with my dad constantly asking me, he also was asking me what I wanted for Christmas. And I said, half joking, half serious, I said, hey dad, why don't you get me a subscription to eHarmony or Match or something like that. And he looked at me, paused for a moment and said, okay. And I was like, oh, all right. Okay, we're doing this. (laughs) So then I get a call from my dad a couple days later and he says, all right, Nick, this is what I've discovered because I've done some research on this and it looks like the best for our investment would be to get wait for it, wait for it, a matchmaker. I was like, hold up, dad, what did you just say? (laughs) He's like, a matchmaker. He's like, I've done some research. I talked to your brother who has a friend who's a matchmaker. And this looks like this is a great option. I just started laughing. I was like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about, dad? I was like, for one, I don't even know what a matchmaker does, but I'll look into it. So I actually got on the phone with this girl that I went to high school with, and she is now a matchmaker. So she told me all about it, and I'm sure you are wondering as well, like everyone I've told this to, so what does a matchmaker do? Let me tell you, the matchmaker creates your profile, gathers pictures for you, obviously ones that you send, and puts your profile together and then looks for people for you. So she will look at their database that they have, other databases of other online platforms that they have through their um, relationship with that particular matching company. And she also goes to events and she's constantly looking for people that would be matches for her clients. And then she will talk to that guy, in my case, this a man, and kind of get the inside scoop, do a, a screening, pretty much kind of go on the first date for me. And she will get the information, then she will pass the profile on to me. And I get to decide if this is a go or not. And she will tell me what she've, she's learned from talking with this man and if she feels like it would be a good fit or not. And then if I give the go ahead, then she tells the man because there's still the traditional man asked the woman out. So she will tell this man, okay, she wants to meet up with you. And then he will reach out to me. We will make a plan to meet up. And there you go. (laughs) So this is something that I am just in the beginning stages. So you are hearing it first. I got professional photos done, which is kind of cool because I can also use them for my business. So hey, 
and my matchmaker has put my profile together and right now she is looking for matches and she is going to set up meetings with these guys to chat with them and learn about them and then pass them along to me. So that's where we're at right now. (laughs) I have a matchmaker and it's kind of exciting because at first I was very hesitant, but once I learned what she does, I was like, you know, I don't really want to do this on my own. And I hated online dating with the fact of making a profile and looking for someone and that's what she's going to do for me. So, and she gave me the perspective of just look at it as if a friend is matching two friends because she says, I will get to know him. So I'll know him and I know you well, and I'm just going to match these friends together. So I liked that perspective of like, Hey, this is not, you know, she's a friend. I actually know her from high school. So it's kind of nice. Like, that having that perspective and that's how we need to be like we've kind of steered away from being matchmakers for our friends that's something my dad kept asking me he said why don't your friends match you up like do your friends have any guys that they know that would be good (laughs) so I feel like we need to be better matchmakers for our friends and also if we go on a date and it doesn't work out I don't want us to have that mindset of, well, I dated him, so none of my friends can. No, let's stop that. And let's say, okay, if it didn't work out for me, I know this other amazing girl. This is a great guy. Maybe they would work better together. So let's be matchmakers for ourselves, for our friends, not ourselves, for our friends. (laughs) But honestly, I'm really excited because my matchmaker is super passionate about this. So she got me really excited. And who knows what's going to happen. And something that my dad told me, he said, Nikki, I want to take the pressure off. And if you don't find anyone, that's okay. I just wanted to create this opportunity for you. Him saying that was huge. And honestly, the people I have told about this, they said, yeah, why not do this? And to use it as a learning experience, to learn more about myself and learn how to date and just I'm meeting people. I love meeting new people and that's what I'm going to be doing. So if you want to come along for the ride, you want to stick around. (laughs) So you will want to subscribe to this podcast because I will do updates here and you, I, I have a feeling you won't want to miss this because this is something that's not, it's becoming more common, people getting matchmakers, but not many people talk about it. So I think you're going to want to stick around and share this episode with a friend and tell them to subscribe to, and then you can be matchmakers for each other. (laughs) But like I said, you heard it first. Besides some my some of my friends and my family, I haven't really told anyone much about this. So glad you listened to the end to hear about Nikki and her matchmaker. <laughs> this is going to be quite the ride and I'm excited. Who knows what's going to happen? Here we go. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, your true identity is not what you do, but who you are. And you are awesome.